to another episode of Insight with Io. Today, I'm with the co-founders, David and Nick of Repatch. Guys, thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Right, so my name's Nick. Um, I'm the co-founder at Repatch. And um, yeah, that's uh, we've been working on it for about two years now. And um, yeah, we're just looking to expand and grow. And yeah, we'll just speak a bit more about it later. Episode. I'm David. I'm the CEO of Repatch. Um, and... Uh, founder of repatch so yeah as nick said we created this about two years ago so this is just going to be our story nice so just so that um the people listening can get a feel of who you guys are why don't you like briefly you know give us like a, a background of yourself you know who you are as an individual outside of repatch oh so outside of repatch um i am what well, we could say is so just a bit about, about myself yeah just a bit about yourself yeah um so i have like four siblings um i live i'm from congo oh nice um yeah drc congo um the best the best um, so there's a, there's a rivalry of congo going on yeah so you guys are the what the premium weight shakers or the what what premium, what level of weight of shaking of waste are you guys we're the first class first highest class. standard premium, i'm still right? intermediate You're still <laughs> intermediate. <laughs> okay. i still need to get to the expert level but i'm slowly getting there uh okay. so yeah i've just I've just always loved business and um, again, Repatch is giving me the platform or we've created this platform to obviously expand and yeah, that's pretty much right. Um, and David, uh, he's intermediate, you are... I'm expert. Expert, <laughs> expert level, five star, five star. shaking, been shaking away since you were Over six months. Over or shaking. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, I'm David, as I said, um, we started outside of Repatch, I've always been interested in tech. Mm. So um, from a young age, I literally taught myself how to web design and um, also I'm a graphic designer, I taught myself everything. Wow. So um, when I was younger, I used to just literally go on web browsers, um, look how the design works, try to understand why it's designed that way. And because I didn't have money, I used to just use web um, Microsoft Publisher, okay. try to replicate the design on another thing. And then I used to show it to my family. Oh, what do you guys think? That's that look at MySpace. So just try to replicate it. And that love for that brought me to Repatch where I was in charge of designing the website and the layout, the color scheme, the branding. So yeah. Nice. Nice. So of course, it only makes sense for me to ask, you know, why did you guys decide to design Repatch? Obviously, you can, for those that don't know what Repatch is, you can briefly tell them what it is then, of course. So, so Repatch is an on-demand uh, repair delivery service. So our goal is to bring online, um, sorry, repairs online. Mm -hmm. So you're able to order a repair as if you were ordering like pizza. Cause you know, you know how everything's moving online. Yeah. So we saw that everything was still, still stagnant. Mm -hmm. So everything was still shop based. So mm -hmm. we wanted to bring it online and as well as pick uh, the pickup and delivery service for um, repairs as well. So it adds convenience to you. Um, and yeah, you save time, convenient, and we hope to obviously compete with obviously Apple and save save on price as well. Amazing. So you guys decided that you're fed up of going to the Asian man shop mm -hmm. and said we're gonna bring this online. So instead of you having to go to my man shop down the road and it's gonna take out your battery instead of change your screen, <laughs> you guys said yeah. How can we pretty much do the same thing? Yeah. Nice. 
pretty much the story of that is um, I dropped my iPhone mm. um, and I was going to go meet my aunt, my grandma. She was coming from France. I dropped it on my way there. If everybody that knows me knows I'm very clumsy. So I always have a history of dropping stuff, breaking devices. So that specific time when I did it, I'm thinking to myself, right, why isn't there somewhere I can go just in a library somewhere, go on a website, and then they come to me from that library and pick up my device and um, bring it back to me, mm-hmm. and I can go meet my, with my grandma. So I actually did find a library, and I looked for something that it didn't exist. So then I decided, you know what, I, I held on to that idea until I met Nick, actually. So um, mm-hmm. how it worked, it always in the back of my mind, I was thinking, would it work, would it not work? Then when I met Nick, we were working on something else, actually. But yeah, do you want to introduce that story, Nick? Yeah, so I was working on a discount code for YouTubers. So I realized that YouTubers mm. um, actually have a lot of discounts and I wanted the place to house it. Mm, so almost I was like voucher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But um, I realized making money from that is difficult because I need to liaise with the company mm. that issued the vouchers as well as the YouTubers. Mm. So it's a two-sided market. Yeah, it's a two-sided market. Um, and yeah, we worked on that for about four, five, five months yeah, or something. Months. And then David mentioned the idea of repatch. Um, have, you, have you guys known each other for a long time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked at Primark till. Wow. So the foundations of Primark. So guys, yeah. <laughs> you people that are working in Primark, check out what your colleagues are on. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, which is crazy, is that he was working night shift, I was working um, day shift. So, so your, your paths didn't even cross. We didn't even cross. Talk. In fact, we barely spoke in Primark. Because, ah, oh, you're right. I found that you were from our country. Oh, you're from our country. That was it. I know what you lot shit with me. Oh, he's from country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I forgot. Um, for few, yeah. So I was working there back quick. So one time I saw his post on, on Facebook. This was like two years after I left the company. I saw his post on um, Facebook. It was he published his website online. He was like, oh, check guys, check it out. So I contacted him directly, like, just congratulating him. So, oh, I'm so happy what you're doing. Asked him, who are you working with? He says, no one. I'm like, what? I was surprised because the website, these, it was nice. The branding was good as well. The name, the plugin, it sounded, I think you're okay. I asked him, if you're not working with someone, let me join you. He's like, yeah, sure. Then we met up that following week and we just had a long conversation about everything, just random about everything, you know, so and from there that's how we started this company from there we just decided you know what we need to save money i told him you know what what you're doing quit your job where he was working as working this other job we're working at your amazon just warehouse saved enough money um i created the website the layout for the website found someone in actually Nigeria that can code and he helped us to do it. That's what we do. We don't shake ways with money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Nice. So but yeah, when I did tell him the original price because we had to get over ten grand ten grand to make it. Wow. Juicy. And that, that, that's what is that what it costs for the Yeah to pay is that the charge from the coder? Yeah. Yeah. So um, can you imagine Wait, ten thousand pounds? Yes. Let's not convert that tonight. This person. Yeah. So in terms of that Imagine I go to someone I, I wasn't really close with Nick at that point. Mm. I said, you know what? Let's put our money together, put in one account. And I'm thinking, how many people do that now? Like, so who's account? Put in his account. account. So even how you decided the account was it? It was him. I, I, no, actually, I told him, let me put it in your account because my account is, is funny. With 
<laughs> I throw some so many transactions. So exactly, I'm like, just disappear. Yeah. So let me just put in his account. I'm like, you know what? I was thinking in my head, this is actually crazy. I don't really know this guy, but you know, what do I have to use? And to be fair, do you see what I mean? I, I was ex- it, it ended up better than I expected. Mm. He didn't take the money and just run away with it. Do you see what I mean? So it's really a hard thing that that happens a lot, like working with people. I know people have that problem. You don't know if you can trust someone mm. like that enough to put that much money into their account. But yeah, it worked out. Wow. So literally from that, so is, is it fair to say that if you didn't drop your phone that day, you would have thought? Nope. But it's because you had that problem and there was mm-hmm. no solution. So you thought, rather than complain about it, why don't I just be the solution to that problem? Exactly. And of course, you're not the only one that's had that problem. Exactly. And I see it as a lot of ideas are not created because people want, I want to create a business, come out. I need to create a solution for the problem I face. So Google, when they created their problem, it was literally, they couldn't find the information they needed to. So they create something to do that, to solve that problem. So if people look at business in that, in terms of that aspect, in terms of I'm creating this to solve a problem, mm. not I'm creating to solve money, to make money, the money will come along with that, you solving that problem. The bigger the problem, the more money, money it brings. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. That's how I see business. Amazing. So now getting a bit technical, how do you actually create? So there are people that they have ideas that it's like, oh, it would be great to have this on the web or to create a platform. Your your repatch itself, is it a one-sided, one market business or is it two-sided? It's two-sided, meaning there's um there's the technician aspect. So the technician has a, their own profile and the customer has their own profile. In terms of um, creating this platform, because I used to just read on random stuff all the time, um, you know, how this was made, how that was made. I'm, I'm naturally a nerd, but I don't look like one. I love doing <laughs> research and stuff like that. So by the time I met Nick, I already had all these ideas how to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, we just implemented that like that. So sure, it was yeah. yeah, it wasn't hard to find the people. It wasn't hard to do what I needed to do because I've just been reading about this stuff for quite a few years, just for fun. So knowledge is power, yeah. pretty much. And also, just to expand on that, um, you could say the importance of having a co-founder as well, because yeah. had not been myself out, but had I not been there. David wouldn't have actually pursued this idea. And vice versa. Or, or actually expand on the idea because mm. I've added bits and pieces yeah. that I've brought it to where it is today as well. So yeah, I would definitely encourage users or the listeners to actually look for a co-founder and, and the right the, one as and well. And the right one as well. Your personality has to balance. For example, if one person is the angry person, the person has to be more reacts. It's like literally being in a relationship because your your personality are different. And my strong point is his weak point. His weak point is my strong point. So like that. So make sure when you do find a co-founder, you balance each other out perfectly. Nice. And I'm glad you mentioned that because um, this season is actually about relationships and business. Okay. So uh, some of the challenges for people maybe would be trust mm-hmm. and even the whole sharing of their idea with somebody. So they could be so skeptical that the person that they actually should share that idea with could actually be that person that can bring it to fruition and you know take that idea to the mm-hmm. next level. So how what advice would you give someone that's maybe skeptical and thinking, oh, <coughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind a co-founder, but how do I know who to tell, who to share that idea with and who to choose? I would say, um, I, I think I've read a quote, like it, well, any idea is worthless 
until you can actually be implemented, until it can be executed. Mm. So I can give you a potentially billion pound idea, but it's, it's useless. It's not a billion pound it's, idea until it brings a billion until, pounds. Until it brings a billion pounds. Do you know what I mean? So I would say don't be afraid to, um, obviously don't go putting it on your Facebook or social media <laughs> or your Instagram, but like when you're discussing with people, it's don't be afraid uh, because again, that person could be the missing link to obviously what you're doing. To, to and doing. to add to that, it's not just, as you said, not about having the idea. For example, the best example I will say, right? There's how many different Batman movies there has been. Do you see what I mean? But just because you've been told the same story doesn't mean you're going to execute this exact same way. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the most important thing. So, for example, Christopher Nolan, The Dark Knight, everyone would say that's one of the greatest Batman films. But there's been other films with the same storyline. Doesn't mean they'll execute it exactly that way. Mm-hmm. So just because someone steals your idea doesn't mean you'll do it like you. Mm-hmm. The same way if someone gave you a song to sing, doesn't mean you're going to execute it. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you think it business guy then you're less scared to do it so because you you're like you know that no one will do it just the way you're doing it they might copy paste copy paste that's what i call people that just copy you but they won't innovate Mm. okay and um in terms of you know the foundations of this business or someone that's like right i'm gonna take your advice i'm gonna actually try to you know start my idea i've got the money that i need saved what's the first thing that they should do? Do they deal with, you know, the paperwork? Do you go and find the uh, the customers? Like, mm-hmm. what, what is the first step? Um, just build something. Build something, get it out of there. Um, I yeah. think that's the best way because you don't really know how customers will react to your product. So the best way is to just build something, get it out of there, test the market, and from that, from the day you receive, change, adapt, and innovate. Like that's how I see it. So start first, mm-hmm. and then react to what's yeah, yeah. the changes, rather than trying to preempt everything. It's yeah. true because if you overanalyze it, you're never gonna get. You will never get a perfect product. Right. Do, you, do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even with these large companies, every year they're changing their product. Every adding these features, adding that. So get it the first version, the MVP. In fact, what we're using right now is still our MVP. We've got it out there. We're making money from that cost from our customer base. From that, we're changing, we're adapting, we're adding what we need to add to the future. That's what we're doing. Nice. And also to manage people's expectations. Um, you Repatch has been going for two years. Two years. Yeah. When we launched last year, January. Right. For people that feel like they're gonna, their idea is just so great and they're going to make ridiculous profit from day one, mm-hmm. how realistic is that expectation? Uh, no, it's not realistic at all. Um, I could say if we base it on last year's figures, we should have quit, we should have left. Um, I would say that this year is the year that where we saw like a return on our investment mm-hmm. and especially during COVID, we just saw a spike. So you need to be patient with with your business and do not expect to hit, I don't know, 50K in the first year or even make a thousand pounds in the first few months. It takes time. I can tell you our first, um, probably six months in, we made about, let's just say about a hundred pounds. Six months that Yeah, after you put in over 10 yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. You could say that we made like a hundred pounds. And again, I was speaking to David, like I was, 
not nervous, but I was like, what, you were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, trying to obviously yeah. lower it down, but yeah, I was not, yeah, I was nervous, but I wasn't like, oh, David Mitchell's leave, but I could see that, I don't know, it, it takes time. Let's just say business takes time and um, yeah, don't expect results straight away at all. And in terms of that, I feel like it's more about your connection, right? Some people can make 50 grand like that with the first year they launch, but it'll be based on the people they know, the connection they have and all of that. And some people don't. For example, people like us, I don't have that kind of connection where I can go to boom and get all the customers. So us, we literally had to work from scratch to the point where majority, majority of our customers haven't even been our friends or people we know. Do you see what I mean? So we had to get people who don't know how to use our product. And it was extremely hard. The first month on launch, we had one customer only. One customer. For the first 30 days. Yeah, only one customer. Everyone at this point will be like, your business is trash. This is never going to work. But from there, just the increase of our revenue compared to last year to year, 270%. Do you see what I mean? Just one. If you base it on the figures last year, you'll be thinking, no way these guys will make it. Like, no way. But it's just you have to be persistent. You don't care about it's not really about failing it's about what you need to do so you just carry on pushing 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 and then when we reached almost the end of last year so the the last four months that's when we started seeing a spike and in the beginning of the year it just went boom wow so <clears throat> for people listening they shouldn't just quit when that's that expectation of oh i'm gonna hit the ground running and you will yeah. be a millionaire tomorrow mm. It's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, you should no, definitely don't quit. But yeah, just stay focused and um, in due time, if you're doing the correct things, in due time it, it, will, it will come for sure. And how did your family like respond to the fact that you're coming to start a repatch? Oh, I could talk. You, did your family know it? Like, no, no, our family don't know each other. Nah, they didn't know. So that's already two different levels. There's I'm starting a business, then there's I'm starting a business with someone that you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So how did, yeah, so we'll start with you, Nick. How did your family take to, first of all, you're starting a business? So at first, with my family, they're not, they don't really speak about things. So if I talk to them about a business, they'd be like, oh, that's nice. that's where it ends. And that's where it ends. And then... Um, so they didn't ask no questions? No, they don't ask me no questions, nothing. They want, they want, they didn't want to know what it was about or anything. All they know is uni and get a job. And that's it. So you want to do business on the side? Yeah, that's yeah, extra that's, that's actually, extra <laughs> that's business. Exactly. So, um, especially during the months where we wasn't getting any customers, um, I was solely focusing on obviously building the market, the brand, and, and everything. Yeah. So, for my parents' eyes, it looked like I wasn't doing anything. Like I was just sitting at home on the PlayStation or just <laughs> relaxing on my phone. They didn't see the hard work that I was doing, mm. um, especially because I was in contact with the um, developers and just building the website. And yeah, so it, it was hard at the beginning. I actually got kicked out because of this. Of your house? Yeah, I got kicked out of my house just wow. because my parents thought that they didn't see no growth in me. So wait, were you, yeah. wait, did you, were you, were you working full time at this time or you had to quit your job? Or like... I quit my job. I was previously working at Ted Baker. So I took a massive risk where I took the responsibility for David to bring, he was bringing in the cash to support me as well. And as well, I was on benefits. So for people that are during hard times, you can see that I was on benefits. Not free to do business. Yeah, so I I did a lot, I sacrificed a lot to to start this business. So yeah, 
it's it was it was tough. So just to put it just just to paint the picture for people listening, because I'm picturing it in my head, I'm I'm envisioning it. Yeah. You basically like every day, what was it like Monday to Sunday or Monday to Friday? So Monday to Sunday, you, you leave the house, you go to it, you leave the house, you go to it. Yeah. And one day, you just come into this house and tell your parents that you're starting a business. Yeah. Fine, that's not bad. Then all of a sudden, they seem that you haven't gone to work for a couple of days, yeah. and it's like, oh, what happened? Like, are you like, are you sick? Is there anything wrong? Yeah. And then you tell them, nah, I've quit because I'm doing full-time business. Yeah. And then at that point, okay, let's see where it goes. And then time went by, and then there were, like, there was, you weren't making no money, no nothing. I was, we were getting like small, small jobs, um, but nothing significant where I can say I'm making an income from this. So did that, did, did your parents then start to criticise and give you yes. warnings that, listen, this ain't working, you better go and find a job soon? It's, it got to that point, they didn't directly confront me with it, but I could, I could hear them on the phone saying, this boy, uh, you know, you know the ones. Why can't, yeah, why can't you be like, so why can't you be like yeah, 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 comparing me to everything, or to, yeah. got to the point where my dad said, look, go to the job centre and find a job find a job uh, but he was i can i can say this my parents were patient with me it took a while before they kicked me out so so for those oh, people that are about to get kicked yeah. out just gonna get kicked <laughs> yeah 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 so wow. that's so, what you, so when you got kicked out what did yeah. you do did you go to david's no i went friends? um i went straight to my uncle's so i stayed with my uncle um funny enough as soon as i went to my uncle is when everything spiked it's Spiked. Uncle Spider! <laughs> the power of Uncle! The power of Uncle, man. So Uncle Zoe was offering it. Yes. <laughs> He's even asking for money anyway. You know what I mean? I have to He's pay you. He's asked you already. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, you can't business like this. This is not for me. Your business rooms are picked up. It is now. So what did your parents say when they realised that the money's coming in? They don't, my see, family. my parents, they won't talk to you directly. Oh. Their actions change. Oh. You need, you need food. Oh, you need food. Oh, you see, the actions changed. When the money came in, you had a voice now. Yeah, I had a voice now. I'm hearing from my, my auntie. Oh, I don't know if you've got 50k. Oh, you've got this. I love you how you had that. I love how you had that. How did you hear this? I haven't spoken to you for like 10 years. But yeah, even when I go to their house now, there's no talk of business. Even though they know that I'm doing well, like I've got a new car, I've got, do you know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. No, no, no mention of it. No mention of it at all. Wow. Yeah. And how's the relationship with you guys? Is it much better now? Yeah, it's much better. Like, it's probably good. Like, everything's good now. Cool. They say money doesn't bring happiness. That's no. right. Uh, but poverty doesn't buy it for you. And then what about you, David? How... My one was that actually the complete opposite. So I come from a very entrepreneurial family. Okay. So um, I guess the best way to describe it, we had the Jacksons when it comes to music or artist business. So my sister's an entrepreneur. Um, follow you lot that I listen to, check out her name of you. And yeah, my dad also did loads of business in Africa. So us was different. My parents were very supportive up front. Um, but because I did drop out of uni as well, so they wanted me to go back to uni, in fact. So don't oh you need to go back to uni, blah blah blah, you're getting older, blah blah blah. So in fact I was saving money to go to uni but I just use that money for the repatch. So I'm sure you don't regret that investment. Not at all. But um, <laughs> not at all. But my dad's been supportive, you see, gives me advice. Um yeah, every benchmark I reach, I'll be like, Oh, I've reached this benchmark, don't celebrate, don't be happy. Do you know what I mean? So 
my family's literally is is like a very different story. Wow. And when when both of you explained that you're gonna have a business partner, was there a positive reaction or a negative reaction? None. None from my side, family. I didn't get no. <laughs> I didn't even talk to me about nothing. So nothing. Um, yeah. My parents generally like Nick. They see him all the time. They are always asked, "How is he?" Blah 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 blah. He's, he has a very good heart, you know. Make sure you work with him. I can see he has a very good heart, so they always say that about him. So. So, um, if there's any anything that you'd want to, you know, advise people strongly yeah. that they should do, because like even your sex, um, story is quite powerful in the sense that even though your parents were on board with your vision, you stuck with it, and then today all is well, it's mm-hmm. forgotten about because you actually saw it through. Mm-hmm. So you know, because a lot of people sometimes they they let other people's opinions suppress their own or they feel like other opinion other people's opinions are more powerful than theirs but if they actually just stick to what they believe mm-hmm. they would actually succeed so um like is there anything that you guys would say i would say obviously what you said continue to persevere in what you're doing um i would also say if you can get some support around you as well is it's not good to obviously be by yourself because mm. that's when you start getting depressed and down and people start thinking about crazy things but yeah i would definitely say um get some support around you especially with friends and everything and yeah that's what that's what it all goes back to getting a co-founder as well Mm. um (laughs) because had i not had i not had david i would have quit there and then Mm. um so yeah i would definitely say get get some support around you um pretty much the same and um just just yeah be very determined success doesn't happen overnight and you have to just be persistent um yeah build connection even if it's not your friends go to a network where there is other people doing what you're doing and they can lead you uplift you don't want to be in a position where you're doing everything yourself it's an extremely hard when you have a business and having a baby having a child um it's really hard to do by yourself so always have support and connections and yeah that's our advice people and um, of course, I ask every guest on the show to share an interesting fact about themselves that nobody would know unless they listen to the episode. So we'll start with that. I, I actually, uh, this one, I, I'm not even sure what to say on this, but um, I would say that I was in an acting class. I used to act okay. when I was, it was like, I think like nine. That's probably the most interesting thing about me, I could say. But yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Oh, uh, one four hundred meters <laughs> in secondary school. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm a massive nerd, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. And I had to buy in both, you know, go parties, have fun, and also be a nerd at the same time. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> uh. Well, you have to go to the party to shake your waist, didn't it? <laughs> so the Congolese always overcome the nerdiness. And then one last question. Yeah. In terms of everybody that's like maybe feeling the pressure of age. So like, I like how you mentioned that your parents were saying that you're getting old. Yeah. And, you know, people measure themselves, or put themselves on someone else's clock. Yeah. So it's like, like yourself now. Do you know what I mean? Anyone that would have said, uh, look at your age, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. All of the, overnight. Yeah. that that sentence just disappears yeah mm-hmm. so like how would you encourage people that feel like oh do you know what 
maybe because of my age, I shouldn't do what I really want to do and I should just settle for something else just so that nobody can say at your age you're doing this or you're not doing that. Do you know how I see it? It's like Super Mario pretty much, right? You all start seeing running and then there's other things, elements like tools that make you go forever or whatever. So that's how I see age. So someone will be in the front, you get this big rocket that makes you fly in the front. That's how it is. So that big rocket could be your business. So you start it be later, everyone already has children, everyone has successful life, you know, they got married, you took that little rocket that made you just blow over everyone. There's no there's no rules to this game, pretty much. That's how I see it. Life is what you try to make it, you know what I mean? You have to try and make it what you want. So yes, you might not have what you need at that age, but age is just a number. I also say that I think the CEO of um Walmart started at I think like fifty. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he started like really late, mm. and the Walmart's like a massive corporation as well. So clearly, age is not a factor when it comes to business. And I can also say a year makes a difference. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You could have, you could start your business, and then next year you know your life has changed. Do you know what I mean? So, so your your whole life could just change, change in the space in, of 365 days. That's yeah. it. So yeah, amazing. Well, guys. I appreciate you coming onto the podcast and sharing what you shared. Um, I feel like a lot of people have so many things to take away and actually be inspired. So, thanks, guys. Okay, no thank you. Thank you. Peace. Do we clap? <laughs> <laughs>